What is up, everybody? <clears throat> this is episode number 18 of the Grandma and the Dwarf As always, I'm your host, Keenan Law, a.k.a. The Dwarf. And with me, as always, my partner in crime. Oh, what's going on, everybody? It's, it's Grandma, a.k.a. Blade, a.k.a. Babushka, whatever you want to call me. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's episode number 18. Yeah, we're actually, we may get back on schedule. I'm not going to say that we are, but we might. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll get, we'll get this one day. I'm sorry. But those of you who listen, we love you. We appreciate the fuck out of all y'all. I've been getting messages back and forth from individuals like, oh, hey, you know, I love the podcast. Like, oh, hey, you know. I was, I watch, I listen to all the podcasts. You guys are gonna have new episodes coming out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, we're, just, we're <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, we don't do this for a living, so I mean, you know, it is what it is. This is just a, it's a hobby. It's a hobby. It's a spare time thing. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. So um, today we are actually going to continue on our Havamal series. We got a lot of feedback from you guys. Um, people who are like, Hey, what happened to the Havamal series? Um, we didn't think you guys liked it because we didn't get a lot of listens to it. Um, turns out we were wrong. <laughs> I was personally one of the people that didn't like it, but <laughs> um, at the Yule gathering, fucking Dante twisted my arm. Dude, there was like four or five people there alone that asked me about it. Dante was one of them. Yeah, Dante was like the main one. He like he kind of like he came up and was like, "Hey, I, I like the podcast. I listened to it. You guys gonna do the Hummel series?" <laughs> and I was like, "I mean, maybe." <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So and and a lot of my um um I have a lot of people here in my hometown to listen to the podcast that aren't necessarily pagan. Um, and they liked the Havamal series because it helped them kind of understand a little bit of our faith. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's I, pretty cool. I think the Havamal in like in general teaches you just to be like a better fucking person, yeah. like not a good person, but like a like kind of better person, you know? Yeah. I mean, all, all world religions, if you would actually sit and pay attention to most of like, like the key rule is don't be a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, you know, Christian Christianity, the Bible talks about it. I mean, Islam at its at its, you know, you know, is the same thing. Don't be a piece of shit. I mean, you know, Buddhism is definitely, you know, chill out, don't be a piece of shit. The cool thing about the have them all is it's basically Odin telling you to stop being a fucking moron. Yeah, and don't be a drunk. Yeah, basically. I feel like most of the stanzas are just, uh, if you drink, drink in um, moderation. Don't drink too much if you don't know anything. You know, it's <laughs> like before we were recording, I was kind of reading off a bunch of stanzas to like Keenan, and I think four out of five of the ones I read were all about drinking. <laughs> yeah. Well, Odin, and... Odin has that like, man, I was really shitty when I got drunk. So he like tries to like really hammer in the wisdom that he learned from when he yeah. was young like hey 
I fucked up. Don't be like me, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, also that's one of the cool facets of Norse mythology and just this, like, Norse paganism in general is, you know, our gods being flawed and uh, learning from their mistakes so ultimately we can learn from them too. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Too early to get this more. Holy shit. It's more relatable. It's got to get deep. This is the problem all, man. It's like 10 a.m., dude. It's fucking... I mean, yeah, yeah. I say that and it doesn't sound early because I know people that get up way earlier than this, but fuck. <laughs> it's late for me. I've been awake for, you know, since yesterday. Because yeah, you work <laughs> nights. Yeah, yeah. Night shift, baby. But yeah, so we're going to go ahead. Um, Blade. I believe we left off. Did we finish 12 or are we on 12? We finished 12. We did uh, okay. the first episode. We did stanzas one through 12. So we're officially on 13. Cool. All right. So how you want me to do this? You want me to just read one and then we'll talk about it or read a couple. And then we'll um, talk about it. Just go ahead and uh, we can just go ahead and read one. I think the first episode we read a couple and then talked about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really just whatever you want to do. Okay. All right. I'll just, I guess I'll just start with 13. Okay. And we'll see where it takes us. All right. So uh, it's as if a memory stealing bird flies overhead while you drink and steals your mind away. I myself have been trapped in that bird's feathers when I drank at Gunlov's house. So here we are, already talking about drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, a lot of this early part of the Havamal is Odin regretting that he was a drunk when he was younger. (laughs) I think, you know, that stanza, to me, kind of talks about the aspect of, like, drunkenness in general. Um, Whenever you drink extensively, the alcohol, as if it was a bird, takes your mind away. And kind of numbs your processes in a way. Yeah, it's a super cool metaphor. I like I like that that yeah, the, you know, drunkenness is like a bird. You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's cool to like have representation. At least you know we don't have that a lot in modern times, but representing things with like representing, illustrating. I think I, I, think I just had a stroke. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like visual imagery, let's just say that. Yeah, um, yeah. Comparing things to like animals in a way, you know, you can compare. They compare drunkenness to uh, in your in your have them all. It says bird, and my have them all says heron. Oh, oh, yeah, heron. Yeah, mine says mine's basically the same, but it says it's if is is if a memory stealing heron broods overhead while you drink. And steals your mind away. I myself have been trapped in that bird's feathers when I drink at Gunloth's home. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna hold on. I got my other Havamal. It's got like six other translations in it. I want to see what the other ones say. Motherfucker, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, if you ever want a really good Havamal, it's called the Study Havamal. It's done by uh, Hug and Immune and Publishing, and it's got. Uh, What'd you say? Hug and Immune. Publishing. I'm gonna need you to repronounce that, please. 
Oh, oh, you're a Hugin and Munin? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That stressed <clears throat> me out. Sorry. Hugin and Munin publishing. Hugin. Hugin and Munin. Oh, it's okay. I was making fun of someone the other day because instead of compilation, they say compilation. I mean, that's like people saying aluminium, but apparently in Europe, that's how they pronounce it. What the fuck? <laughs> it is. That's how they teach you how to pronounce it in Europe. Here in America, it's aluminum. That's aluminium? Weird. Aluminium, yeah. That that gets on my nerves. Yeah, that's literally how they teach you to say it in Europe. So, let's see. So we're Go on. ahead and walk down the street and get myself a <laughs> reading liaison. See, in the Bray translation, it says a bird of unmindfulness flutters or all, or all feasts. That's a weird way to put that. That sounds like a character from Space Jam. Yeah. Uh, oh, Oblivion's Heron, tis called, is another, is from Throat. Oblivion's Heron, tis called, that over potations hovers. <laughs> Jesus. No wonder I use the Jackson Crawford version. These other ones are ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I'm looking up like Heron symbolism. Um, Heron shows uh, like an abundance of life, um, contentment, tranquility, nature, but also different cultures view Heron as different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know uh, a lot Sorry. of. Go ahead. So what it says here, like the Native American tribes look upon herons as eternal, solitary creature of nature. Yeah, I was totally about to say that. <laughs> yeah, We're on the same page, man. Fuck. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. But yeah, no, uh, we used we used to always see uh, herons as like it was like a um, like an ancestor um, coming to see you, and the heron would bring uh, the spirit of the ancestor to you. Um, that's kind of where um, a lot of the legends of, you know, herons bring uh, or like the storks bring the babies to people. Um, yeah. It's a similar thing. Uh, in some cultures, it's uh, they take uh, they take the dead to the afterlife um, by and vice versa, bring bring them to earth bring life kind of thing it's interesting oh that's a Whoa. that's a very cool word yo yeah a little bit of random knowledge yeah all right well let's get back to the to the wonderful poem that is the hobble mall verse yeah. 14 uh i was a drunk <laughs> i was too drunk <laughs> at fjaller's house the best kind of feast is the one you go home from with your wits about you. A noble man should be silent, thoughtful, and bold in battle. But every man should also be cheerful and happy till the inevitable day of death. 
I read two of them. That was 14 and 15. Yeah. Because it, 14 you, was just a repeat, basically, with a different story. Yeah, 14 <laughs> is strictly just, hey, you can get fucked up, but don't be a dumbass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, don't get fucked up like I got fucked up at Fjaller's house. Yeah, it was a bad time. You know, Fjaller's <laughs> house. I heard Fjaller's house was pretty fucking lit and lit. It was lit, as the kids say, and it was um, it was on the down low. If that makes whoa. sense. Whoa, whoa. See me, I'm old. It was the bee's knees. I mean, I used the bee's knees. <laughs> it's I, don't your grandma. That, I don't think it's that much. You're that much older than I am. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I'm quite a bit older than you, Blade. How old are you, Keenan? I will be 30 in April. You were fucking seven years older than me. <laughs> it's quite a bit. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, in my soul, I am a lot older than 22. That's right. You're an old lady. Um. Yeah, and then 15, a noble man should be silent, thoughtful, and bold in battle. Wait, am I reading the right one? Yeah. Yeah. A noble yeah. man should also be cheerful and happy till the inevitable day of his death. I mean, yeah. I think that's also, like, really insightful if you think about it. Um, you know, uh, you know, being bold, being si- silent, thoughtful, and being bold. I think that's something that um, – I think a lot of people see silent and think of that as – Oh, like keeping your mouth shut. And, but I see silent as keeping your cards close to your chest. Yeah. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah. Being um uh being thoughtful just means that, you know, you're not impulsive. You think and act on uh not will alone, strictly on you know, your processes and fucking, you know, not reacting with emotion. And then being bold in battle will you have to think, you know, battle here and battle then was two different, completely different things now. You know, now we got the emotional battle of depression and uh, uh, things like that. I mean, if you want to factor that in, you know, you might not. But, uh, you know, I feel like just being bold in general is something that we should all try to attain in a way. You know, yeah. find, find something that gives us individuality instead of being, like, a fucking pawn to the system. Yeah. Well, nowadays, it's um, being being bold is almost seen as being arrogant, sadly. Yeah. Uh, that's just kind of how culture has taken that. But being bold, I mean, that's – it goes so much more than, you know, than just being arrogant. It's like, you know, you are – being bold is like being able to go after things that, you know, you know, take risks, you know, being uh, not afraid to do things to, to think out of the box. Um, you know, being, being bold, you know, somebody who, um, bold would probably be the best way to describe like an old leader, uh, from back in the day. If you had a bold leader, he was, he was not afraid to, better the his people he was not afraid to take the risks himself so that he could make things better yeah and you know i feel like we live in a world where you know i feel like i always try to bring this up because you know i'm i factor into this kind of uh you know we have people being bold anymore isn't 
a personality trait, I feel like. You know, now the world is TikTok dances and Fortnite dubs. Fucking, Ugh. you know, like, I've never said such a loaded sentence in my life. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm the kind of person that, like, I'm kind of addicted to TikTok. But, like, for, like, <laughs> like comedy reasons, because I, like, I watch comedians on there. And, uh, you know, it's fucking, it's so fucking crazy how... It like whenever I was a kid, you know, I remember going outside and then you know coming inside having lunch and watching these extensive fucking cartoons that were deeper than they should have been. Dude, you know when we were growing up, though, cartoons were at their peak. You know, we had you had fucking, uh, you know, you might have watched different cartoons that I did, but you know, growing up, I had codenamed Kids Next Door. Like, oh yeah, that show oh, was yes. fucking. You know, if you really think about it, that show's fucking wild. That show was lit. You have uh, you have the foster home of imaginary friends. Like that was a crazy fucking show. That's pretty cool. With a really deep underlining. You had um oh uh, what's one? You know, you had like the fucking you have like the wild thornberries. That shit was crazy. You had Rugrats. That shit was I wouldn't say the Rugrats was crazy, but like if you, whenever the movies came out, you know, like literally, the, like the first five minutes of the Rugrats go to Paris is fucking, you know, they're already tackling uh, Chucky's mom. Fucking walked out on him. Wait, did yeah. he walk? Did she walk out? Or did she die? I think she died. She died. Oh damn! But either way, that you know, that's still a fucking tough topic to, mm-hmm. you know, fucking tackle. And, you know, we live in a world now, like, you know, my niece, she's seven and watches uh, shows. And I was, you know, I, I pick her up from school and I help her with her homework sometimes. And, you know, she always wants to watch this, like, show called Simon. And, you know, it's just this fucking bunny doing a bunch of bullshit. And I'm like, you know, they're not, they don't have any underlying fucking things they want to talk about. You know, like, the bunny show with me was fucking Max and Ruby. I don't know what that is. You've never heard of Max and Ruby? No. So Max and Ruby was a fucking cartoon when I was a kid, and my grandma used to sit me down and watch it. Um, and it was about this kid named Max, and he was raised by – and it's a long time. But he was raised by this other bunny named Ruby, and the underlying thought of the movie is that Max's parents died, and Ruby takes care of him. Um, And it's just like – you know, it's one of those underlying things that plays in the back, like the back, the background of the episode, but they never really talk about it. And it just kind of like, I just wish media was like that now, yeah. you know, to where we're not just, you know, like I said, it's not TikTok dances of fucking Fortnite dubs, you know, yeah. you know, we don't, I don't know, we don't have a fucking, I just got off topic as fuck. It's okay, buddy. I mean, you know, that made me think of, you know, like growing up, we had the land before time. And in the first 10 minutes of land before time, it breaks your heart. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of, you know, that's how the world used to be. You know, you, when you were young, you, you know, they taught you the things you needed to learn, but now you're right. Yeah. They don't, they don't, they skip a lot of that. They dummy it down so that they don't have to, like it's like, oh, we don't want to scar the children. Well, yeah, we don't want to have these kids growing up thinking of actual issues. Like, I think the reason I was going on that tangent, and I just remembered it as soon as you said the land before time, is think yeah. of Avatar: The Last Airbender. 
Mm, greatest, first, one of the greatest series of all time. One of the greatest shows to ever fucking come out. And I will, I, I am a 22 year old man and still fucking watch this show. It is the greatest thing I've ever seen. It is the first episode literally tackles fucking genocide. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and if you think about it, the battle between the different uh, elements is, I mean, I don't want to say this because it sounds, you know, I'm racist. Yeah, I wanted to say it. it's kind of like it's kind of like a race war in a way. It really know, is. Yeah. The fucking, yeah. you know, the Fire Nation took over all the other fucking nations and, you know, held them prisoner and like, you know, the Earth like the Earth Nation, they turned all the Earth Nation people into like fucking slaves. Mm-hmm. You know, they had them working in mines and shit to like feed their fucking tools of war. All the airbenders were wiped out because they didn't want to play a role in any of the other realms other uh, nations bullshit they just wanted to do their own thing and you know they're the polar if you think about it I mean no water is the polar opposite of fire but either way man you know that show was fucking the show was lit I must see how many times I can say lit in this episode yeah I mean hey dude it's lit yeah like right meow it was lit but yeah, you know, like fucking like Odin said, be bold, you know. Yes. And yes, don't, you know, don't be don't be dredging every fucking bad thing that happens to you. You know, I yeah. think I I said something to, I saw something on Instagram the other day and some I think it was Bailey. She was uh you know who Bailey is. Yes, I love her. Her and Paul, I love them. Yeah. They they're great. Um and I think I I I said something along the lines of, you know, being sad just makes this world feel so small. You know, because if if you think, if you like, if you really think about it, it says, but every man should also be cheerful and happy till the inevitable day of his death. Mm-hmm. If if you're not, you know, cheer, and you know, obviously I can't tell you to be cheerful, and then all of a sudden you go, oh yeah, I'm cheerful. You know, that's not how your fucking brain works. No. Yeah, well, I, I, I like I work in a factory at night, and so like at nighttime, it, it's a, it's a it's a it's a weird thing unless you've ever actually worked it. Um, but like you don't get enough sunlight, and so it kind of makes you different. You act different, and we, I, I know we, nighttime I, it makes me bitter. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we always got this. Like, there's there's a lot of guys, you know, factory work. You know, we're kind of assholes. But, like, there's this guy that I worked with for a long time, and everyone called him Grumpy. And and he was just pissed off all the time, miserable. And I tell him all the time, I was just like, man, you need to cheer up, buddy. Like, it's not worth being upset about, you know? And that's something that you don't want to be that miserable asshole, you know? You know, life is – there are way too many good things in this world to be happy about and and like you know i've struggled with a lot of you know mental issues it runs in my family um and i had to i had to you know teach myself that you know i was i had a really bad time right before my daughter was born and i just couldn't find anything in my head you know personally i couldn't find anything to be happy about and 
and it was it was fucked up because really I, I had a lot to be happy about. I mean, I had a job, I got a house, I've got friends, you know, um, and and I had a, an amazing daughter coming, and it, it took you know you have to think about things like that. You know, you got to be happy. There's no reason to be miserable all the time. And I know it's hard, you know, if you, if you have, you know, things going on, but there's, it could always be worse, you know, be, be happy. And that's the way I try to live now. You know, I'm like every day I come home, I may be tired and everything. And, and I may have had a bad day at work, but as soon as I see my daughter, I mean, it's like, bam, it's over. Oh, there's my reason to be happy. I love this little, little chick. She's amazing, you know, or, or, you know, I'll, I'll hit up somebody on Instagram or something, one of my friends and, and, you know, that's something to be happy about. Um, you know, there's, there's always something to be happy about is there's never, you're never at a point where there's nothing to be happy about. Yeah. I mean, I was, you know, I always grew up with the thought that, uh, you know, there's always somebody that had it worse than you. Oh, always, always, always. There's always somebody that has it worse than you. Um, and you know, like anger, you know, sadness, loneliness, all those fucking depressive feelings, you know, they, think of like, think of your mind as this beautiful slab of marble and your goal in life is to etch it away and see what you can find underneath. And, you know, anger, sadness, loneliness, all of that is where you take chunks off too big and you find out and you find something really small, you know, it, it makes your world small and, you know, it's not like a flip of the switch and it's fixed or, you know, you can't say something and then it'll instantly be okay. But like, you have to like some, I feel like people have to realize, you know, while you're working with marble, someone over there is working with granite. Their shit's already falling apart. Yeah, and I'm working with wood, so get over it. Yeah, I'm working with papyrus. <laughs> Ugh, that sounds awful. I'm just doodling all day, dude. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next one. We're on well, verse 16. Yeah. Okay, so an unwise man thinks he'll live forever. If only he can avoid a fight. But old age will give him no peace, even if weapons do. I like that. Yeah, I like that one too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel like that's the plight of all, you know, young adults. You know, you think you live forever. Oh, well, I mean, everybody lives through that. You know, you have that uh, uh, invulnerable stage in your life where, you know, you're Superman. You, you know, can't nothing take me down. You know, I've felt that before. Yeah. But yeah, you also, this this also has a big, you know, it's a, you know, it's unwise to think that you'll live forever. In other words, you know, don't waste your time, you know, use your time with purpose because then, you know, you only have so much of it. And, and I think about that sometimes, you know, I, I did that in my younger years. I wasted a lot of my time and I probably shouldn't have. And I, I regret some of it, but at the same time, you know, it taught me lessons. 
but you have to use your time well. Otherwise, in the end, it says, you know, it's like it'll give you no peace when when it's time to go. Yeah, I think like whenever Odin says, um, you know, uh, it will give him no peace is because if you if you don't live your life to the fullest at your old age, you're going to regret all the things you didn't do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'd be like, damn, I should have done that. And I, I don't I don't want to live like that. And I know none of y'all at home want to be like that. And I don't want to live. I don't want to regret anything. And so, like, I have my priorities set, and that's what I'm going to go for. And, you know, that's that's it, you know. I know what I want to be. I know where I want to go. And, and I have my – I've set the path before myself. Yeah. And, so that way I'm not disappointed in myself when I do finally reach the end of the road and, you know, it's my turn to die. But yeah. Yeah. Be prepared, people. Chase your dreams. What is it Shia said? Don't let your dreams be dreams. Do it. Do it. I put toothpaste on my mouth and I started to brush. He said that. He said that too. You know, really? He's that. (laughs) That entire that entire thing was like crackhead energy. But that's Uh, he's crazy, man. Okay, let's go to the next one. (laughs) Seventeen. A foolish man misuses his mouth. He talks too much or says nothing. As soon as he gets gets a drink, he'll say anything he knows. Bunch of loose lips, sons of bitches. Yeah, yeah. Don't show your whole hand. Don't you never show your know. ass. Well, don't do that either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. There ain't much you can say about that. Just don't be an idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't get drunk an and tell everybody all your secrets. Yeah. Don't be a dingling. Yeah. All right. Verse 18. Only a man who is widely traveled and has wandered far can know something about how other men think such a, such a man is wise. I fucking, I, I like, I am in tune with this, this stanza so fucking much. And it all stems from, uh, fucking, uh, the charming we did, Mm -hmm. uh, in Wisconsin. Uh, I had never, you know, I, I've traveled, you know, since joining the community and being a fellowship leader, I've traveled quite a bit. You know, I've gotten to go to, you know, I've been from one end of the country to the other. And, you know, people, this is my personal thought is, you know, you're taught that, you know, you graduate, you go to college, right? Ugh. You know, that, that old chestnut. And, you know, I, I tried college after high school, but I was sitting in like economics class, realizing that I had no fucking life experience, you know? So I, I held off on college and I, I did my first semester and I decided, uh, you know, cause I was already, you know, uh, in the community at that point. 
And I think at this point I was also a fellowship leader. Uh, and the way I saw it was at Charming, I was, I was flying home. And I was from Green Bay to Minneapolis. And I remember as soon as I got to the peak of my flight, I looked out my window and I saw all of the city, like the lights from the cities as far as the eye can see. And it's crazy when you have that clicking moment when you go, wow, the world is actually a really big fucking place. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up thinking that my world was the what compassed my like county in southern Illinois. And here I am in a fucking plane looking at all of these different towns and cities and I'm just in awe and I just remember like taking that that exhale I was like man the world's actually fucking huge and there's a lot it has to offer yeah yeah so fucking get out there go see the fucking world yeah and you know that not everybody is meant for college yeah, you know that national park you've been hearing about? Fucking go look at it. Do it. You know what? I will say this. Take a trip to Thailand. No, don't go to Bangkok because that's dangerous. But, like, Thailand's cheap as fuck. Like, I'm telling you. Or, like, take, I was thinking about this. Or, like, Peru. Anywhere. Anywhere. But, like, from my personal experience, I like Thailand. Thailand's cool. I will hope to go back. Grandma, you're going to have to come with me because it's awesome. I've never left the country and I want to. Oh, uh, we're going. Let's go to Mexico. Let's go. Lego. Let's go to Canada. They got a really cool Viking museum in Canada. I fuck with that. I want to go see it. I want to go but... pay my ass off on their tax. <laughs> yeah. Then we get 10 bits in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good wise see, words yeah. from grandma. I could also, you know, it, you know that stance. I could also see is like see that as like do the things that scare you. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like YOLO. Mm-hmm. As a kid. That's why I try to learn to do new things all the time. Is I'm not an expert by any means at anything. I mean, but you're pretty I'm good at well. Yeah, but I'm not an expert, but I'm well versed in a lot of things. Like, you know. Oh, like there's I'm... there's a quote. Uh, a jack of all trade is a master of none. Uh, but a master of, um, oh fuck, how does that go? It's like a master of one is something another. I don't remember. A jack of all trades is a master of none, which is yet better than. A master of one, something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's how I've always lived. You know, whenever I get really good at something, I always find something else to try to get good at. Uh, yeah, because it helps you develop as a person, and it helps you um, become more rounded because you never know what you're gonna need later on down the road. You know. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm okay at writing. You know, I learned how to do all that when I was in school. You know, I'm, I'm pretty good at uh, growing things. My mother taught me how to do all that. You know, I'm good at working with my hands with, you know, woodworking because my father has taught me that. And, you know, all these different things, you know, that you accumulate over the years. Just try to be good at it. 
don't try to, you know, you don't have to try to be amazing or, or like, you know, an expert. You have to be be good. Yeah. Just be good. And then you could learn something else. And then it'll make you a really cool person. Yeah. People, people get lost in being the best they can be whenever they realize that they just have to be themselves. That's it. Yeah. Good words. I like that. That's good shit, grandma. All right. Verse 19. Yep. Don't hold on to the mead horn, but drink your fair share. Say something useful or stay quiet. And no one and no one else will judge you poorly if you go to sleep early. I like that. That was the stand. Where did you read that from? Like, which have them all? Uh, this is Jackson Crawford. The Wandering? No, this is just the regular. This is the one out of the Poetic Edda. I like how that was the same. Was it? Yeah. I mean, I don't, really know how, I don't really know how to di- dissect that. We already kind of tackled that with the one earlier. Yeah. You well, know. I mean, it, I mean, it, you know, don't hold on to the meat horn. That's, you know, don't get drunk. You know, don't be that guy. Um, say something useful or stay quiet. So don't don't just blurt out stupid shit. Don't be a dumbass. You know, say something that that makes you look like you're actually know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and then it says no one will judge you poorly if you go to sleep early. That's true. I mean, I used to think, you know, when you're younger, you know, people give you shit for going to bed early. Now, shit, I'll go to bed early and I'll be like, you know, you can kiss my ass. I don't care. You know, I'm getting my sleep. Yeah, sometimes you just need a good you need a good nap. It's true. Always. All right. Let's go to the next one. Verse 20. A gluttonous man, unless he watches himself, will eat to his own detriment. Wise men will often ridicule the fool on account of his belly. Damn, that one cut deep. Yeah, ouch. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a thick bitch. You know, shit. Uh, I'm a tubby boy. I consider myself a gluttonous man. Well, it's just nah, you know, not really. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. But like, like you know, it, it does say you know, you know, try not to be a fat ass. I think it's also you know. a good. It's a good pyramid to like self control. You know. Yes. Yeah. Well, and like people. If if you're gonna eat a bunch in front of other people, and like be ridiculous, this is saying gluttonous to the point of being called a glutton. Like that's that's some serious, that's some serious shit. You know, like that's that's called hungry, hungry hippo style. Like, All I can think of is that's some like fat bastard shit. Yes, get in my belly. But yeah, yeah. I hope don't, my don't overeat. team is ready. First one. one. All right. Even cows know when they should go home and leave behind the fields. But an unwise man does not know the measure of his own appetite. This is the same thing, you know. No one, no one, it's time to fucking stop. <laughs> yeah. 
And if you eat too much, it makes you sluggish, and nobody, you're no use to anybody when you're all like, Ugh. yeah. Dude, yeah. we already know how Odin feels about being on point in battle. If you're sluggish, you don't get fucked up. Yeah, no Thanksgiving coma. Not when you're around Odin. Okay. Did you, coma. Did you mean like comma or like an actual coma? Coma. Turkey coma. That's what I call them. Oh, shit. Turkey coma. Okay. Number 22. Number 22. A stupid man and an undisciplined one laughs at everything. He hasn't learned a lesson that would do him good. He himself isn't flawless. Facts. Yep. Yep. Don't be that guy. Don't I mean, be it's, that self, guy. it's self-explanatory. All I can say about that is don't be that guy. Yeah, don't be that guy. Don't make fun of other people because you're not perfect either. Yep. It's like, you know, earlier in this stanza, you know, be happy. Fucking be kind. It's not hard. Yeah. You know, you, you know, if you if you think that being kind to other people is a chore, then I I don't have I can't waste my time on you. Yeah. You need to reevaluate your priorities. Yeah. Number 23. 23. A fool stays awake all night worrying about everything. He's fatigued when the morning comes and his problems remain unsolved. Yeah. Don't be a worry wart. Yeah. You know, don't sweat the petty things. Yeah. And don't pet the sweaty things. Whoa. That's gross. Yeah. I mean, hey. Don't. Okay. Man, we're tearing <laughs> through this. Let's let's go. Verse 24. 24. An unwise man thinks anyone who laughs with him is his friend. He doesn't understand that the wise are mocking him, even when he overhears them. Ooh. So I I want to unpack this one. I look at this, I look at this as you know, an unwise man thinks anyone who laughs at him is his friend. Laughs with him, he doesn't understand that the wise are mocking him even when he overhears them. Um, oh, you know, that's people that use their fucking wisdom as arrogancy. You know, people that believe they know more are better. You know what I mean? In which perspective? Are you talking about the wise man or are you talking about the idiot? Um, the wise men. Well, I mean, regardless, if somebody claims they know more, the wise men are going to belittle them amongst each other. Because if you try to pretend like you know more than you do, they're, they're going to talk about you. You know, if you, if you run your mouth, and you don't have any knowledge. You're literally just doing, you know, word diarrhea. It's it's going to make you look bad, and they're and they're going to talk about you. They're going to talk down about you. And yeah. if you're an unwise man, you won't understand that, and you'll think it's funny. You know, you won't you won't understand that they're mocking you. You'll just be like, ha ha ha, funny guys. You know, oh good joke. Yeah. 
Uh, don't be that guy. Like the next few stanzas all kind of uh, adhere to this one topic. So I think we could just kind of read through those. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, verse 25, right? Is that where we are? Yeah. Yes. Verse 25. An unwise man thinks anyone who laughs with him is his friend. But he won't find these friends when he goes to court. No one will speak on his behalf. Verse 26. A stupid man thinks he knows everything. If he gets himself in a tough corner. But he doesn't even know what he'll answer if men ask him questions. Should I keep going? Yeah. Yeah, most of these are all basically the same kind of thing. I think uh, it's, uh, let's read to like to 30 and then we'll cap at that. Okay. Uh, it's best for a fool to keep his mouth shut among other people. No one will know he knows nothing if he says nothing. Ill-informed people are also the ones who don't know when to stop talking. You will you will seem wise if you know the answer and know how to explain it. People are not able to keep a secret for what they hear about other people. You will hurt yourself with all your talking if you never close your mouth. A hasty tongue, unless it's disciplined, often hears its owner punishment. Often earns its owner punishment. Sorry, I don't know how to read. Um, it's okay. And then verse 30. Uh, no one should ridicule anyone else, even if he owes money. Many a man seems wise if he is never questioned, but he may prove otherwise. Ooh, I'm going to read my version of this because it's different. Okay, um, go ahead. No one should ridicule anyone else, even if he comes visiting. Many a man seems wise if he is never questioned, and he gets to brood with dry skin. Interesting. But yeah. I mean it's all it's all basic things, you know. You know, don't don't like what we talked about. Don't don't talk about things you don't know nothing about. You know, don't pretend that you know things about things you don't know nothing about. Um you know, if you don't have anything to say, then just don't say nothing. I mean it looks better on you if you be quiet than if you try to make things up and try to look like you know what's going on. Um, it's that's I mean it's common sense. I mean you know don't don't be that guy that boasts all the time and says that makes you look bad. You know it's it's you know it's I mean it's stuff that we we all know and that you learn over the years from talking to people. I mean, it's it, it's it's important because you don't want people to think bad of you. Because if people think bad of you, then you'll be made a mockery by everybody. Yeah. Um. It reminds me of a quote. You and your quotes. Yeah, uh, Herbert Hoover said, 
Uh, wisdom consists not so much in knowing what to do in the ultimate as knowing what to do next. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then also I love the quote, uh, not knowing what to do with your life is the best thing to do with your life. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, it was like, you know, my mindset with starting the Have a Mall series is like not everything can be fucking unpacked into this night, neat little present that I can hand you of like. Oh, no. Cajorted terms and fucking wisdom. Oh, no. This all- is keep your mouth shut if you need to. Like, yeah. that's all this all. That's literally the whole like, you know five verses right here is just like don't run your mouth keep your mouth shut you look like an idiot if you don't like that's the whole thing i look at it as like the have them all we all have common sense and some people don't and the have them all is a reinforcement of what common sense actually is yep do we want to keep going or do we want to stop there um, I think there's uh, like two more verses that kind of feed into the same topic. Uh, okay, we'll read the next. I'll read the next one, and then we'll see where to go from there. Okay. Okay. Uh, verse thirty-one: A man may seem wise if he pokes fun at another when the other man is away, but the man who talks behind another man's back is a fool. Than if his listeners laugh. Oh, even if his listeners laugh. Sorry. Don't yeah. dick. <laughs> Don't talk shit about people behind their backs. I'll be the first person. If you, any of you out there know me, I'll be the first person to talk shit to your face. Like I'm the same. I'm man. I'm not afraid. If if I feel certain, you know, everyone knows where they stand when it comes to me. If you've met me, you know whether I like you or not. And that's all there is to it, because I'm brutally honest. I will straight up tell you, be like, you know what? I, I don't like you, homie. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. I'll be straightforward with you. If you want to ask me in my opinion on something, I will be brutally honest. All right, let's do 32. All right. Um, Many men are kind, but can be driven to fight. There will always be conflict between men. Where there's more than one, there's a fight. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Nowadays, it's more of a um, verbal fighting. Nowadays, you know, we got a lot of trolling on the internet, you know. Stuff like that. Damn trolls. Yeah. Not a whole lot of physical fighting, although I wish we still did that. That'd be cool. I'd love to just fight people all the time. That'd be awesome. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I used to be a fighter. I used to try to fight everybody when I was younger. I mean, I was the same way, but most people don't believe that when I tell them, but yeah. <laughs> hey, man. The nicest people 
you will ever meet used to be very violent people and used to be very mean people. I've always come to see that. Yeah. It's because they learned. They learned from who they were. But yeah. Whenever there's people together, men men like to argue. We do. We like to argue and we like to argue and fight about things. It's true. Like at Call of Duty. If you ever played Call of Duty, that's a prime example. I hate that game. <laughs> it's because of all the all the salty fuckers that are on there. <laughs> I know. I just think Call of Duty sucks. Oh well. That yeah. uh, that entire franchise has gone downhill. <laughs> You want to do another one? I mean, I, that's up to you. We're already at 52 minutes. Yeah. We double. We did more than what we did last time. So, I yeah, I think we spot. did. I think we did. Yeah, we almost did double. Yeah. Like five more, and we would have did double. We want the series to last. Damn it. But it'll be okay. <laughs> but yeah. So. Yeah, that's Wisdoms of the High One. Good old Half of All by Odin. Um, oh, hell, Odin, yo. Whoa. Yo, dog. Yo, dog. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you want to be on the podcast, please shoot us a message. We'd love to have anybody on. Or you can email us at thegramonthedwarf at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. And if you have any ideas for anything that you want us to talk about or, you know, you want to tell us that we're cool or you want to tell us that we're lame, you can do that too. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Make sure to like and follow. I sound like a YouTuber now, but, you know, you can give us reviews now on like Spotify and stuff. Um, you know, give us that good five-star review so that people listen to us or, um, you know, talk nice about us on the internet. So people are like, cool, that Grim on the Dwarf people, those guys are great. Their, their podcast totally isn't rambling bullshit, but hey, I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> totally all about the bullshit. But yeah. Yeah. So... Is there anything else we need to go over? I mean, um, not that I know of. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of things coming up. I know I've been planning with a couple others a uh, gathering for the southern region. And oh, the I south. mean, I, like the second weekend of March, I have a O-Star gathering that I'm hosting in Wisconsin. But other than that... Yeah. All the gatherings are getting done through the website now. Oh yeah, the uh yeah, if you want to um if you want to attend a gathering, go to the fellowship of uh is that what it is? Fellowship of Oh no, it's www.northerntraditions.org. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that and- thing. Yeah, it'll take you to the uh, the Fellowship of Northern Tradition website where we have our uh, you know our sign up page for the gatherings. Um, go ahead and sign up for the newsletter, all that good stuff. Yeah, and then you could come see me and Grandma if you want to do that. You know. Yeah, we're just a bunch of schmucks. <laughs> if you feel so inclined to hang out with us. <laughs> 
But yeah, um, Instagram's always Babushka underscore Grilla. Yep, Keenan underscore Longsword. Um, check out my Etsy page. I got a bunch of cool stuff on there. It's a uh, Dream Crier Workshop CEO. And Grandma's books are great. They're on Amazon. Anybody can write a book. I'm thinking about writing one. I might. I have been toying with the idea of uh, working on another, like another project that's not Norse, uh, like Norse related. Ooh. Except I'd I'd write a fiction if I was going to write a book. It wouldn't be. I, I I mean what I what I'm writing is fiction. It's uh I'm not I'm not gonna say much about it because I'm I'm still like working out the deets. It's a secret project. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to hear about it if it becomes a thing. Yeah. I'm excited. Wait. Yeah, dog. But yeah. We love all you guys. Um we hope to keep putting out these episodes. We're busy motherfuckers. I recently hurt myself, so, you know. And then last month, did we both get COVID last month? Yeah. Yeah, so that kind of fucked a lot of shit up. So hopefully nothing bad will happen and we can keep recording. (laughs) But yeah. I think that's it. This is episode number 18 of the Grandma the Dwarf podcast, part two of the Hobble Mall series. Uh, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. And we will see you next week. God's willing. Next God's week. willing. God's willing. All right. Love you guys. See ya. Deuces.